0: Two, three, my darling, I, love you, I, love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, Good morning everyone. This is Ron Weber. I'm the owner of Dogwood Pizza. I think most of you out there know that. Uh, today I have a special guest with me. Uh, his name is Chuck Studebaker. He is a candidate for the District Four Gwinnett County School Board position that is being vacated by Dr. Robert McClure. Uh, Bob McClure, I believe, spent about twenty-five years on the board. He is, was a, an, an integral part of making our school board one of the best in the country, and uh, he has taken care of the southern Gwinnett area for a long time. We are certainly going to miss him, and uh, I brought Chuck in today to let everyone find out a little bit about him, uh, why he's qualified, what are his feelings, and uh, how are you guys going to vote next week. So uh, with that, I'd like to say welcome, Chuck. How are you today?
1: Hey Ron I'm doing great I, I really do appreciate it. I love coming into the Dogwood Pizza Studios and uh, this is this is exciting for me
0: well that's good we're, ha- we're glad to have you you're a local guy is uh, that's correct
1: I am I've, I've lived in Gwinnett County for 21 years and uh, all three of my kids go to Gwinnett County Schools right now
0: that's good uh, just just for the record uh, Chuck and I are, uh, have not been good friends although I hope to become good friends where I know him is from his constant participation in the local schools. Uh, I've, so I've had breakfast with him, I've had lunch with him, I've had dinners with him, uh, I've worked side by side with him, but uh, he has just been very, very involved in the, in the schools uh, as well as the Brookwood Schools Foundation. So uh, he definitely has shown his, uh, his interest in the schools and we're quite frankly pretty happy to have him around. So Chuck, why are you running for this position?
1: Uh, we know what, Ron, about five years ago, I met Dr. McClure at a PTA event. I had been the, the president of the PTA; had already had they were receiving uh, an award from Atlanta Gaslight, and uh, I got to be there uh, as one of the representatives for that. Uh, it was a, I was really excited to be there. But I, when I met Dr. McClure, I said, "When you're done," because I knew he had already he'd served what four terms at that point was getting ready to start a fifth. I said, "When you're done, let me know. I'd be interested in in talking to you about about the school board."
0: Oh, that's interesting. I, I said that to him eight years ago, and then he kept running. And now, <laughs> well, I'm, now I'm too old.
1: <laughs> well, you, maybe you're too seasoned. Maybe seasoned. it's not too old. I have
0: but. too much experience. It's not fair to anyone else. I have too much experience.
1: Exactly, exactly. But, but uh, So about three months ago, he reached out to me and he said, I think I'm done. He wasn't sure yet if he was done or not. But he said, I think I'm done. Uh, let's talk. Okay. So we had several lunches together, and, and uh, he said, you know what? You, you line up with what I would expect somebody to be in this, in this role.
0: Good, good. Well, you know what? I really respect his opinion, um, and I hope he doesn't bow out totally, but I think, I think retirement is in his immediate future. Uh, well, let's get into some issues. How's that? All right, let's uh, do that. Let's get into the one that's on everyone's mind right now how do we improve the safety at our schools should teachers carry guns chuck
1: you know what ron I, i've been asked that question several times uh, my answer is no should, teachers shouldn't be carrying guns right now uh, we should be hiring teachers to teach uh, and i can't imagine how hard it would be for a teacher to have to make the decision to pull their weapon on one of their own students they come to school every day to take care of those kids uh, i'm sure that would be an incredibly hard thing to do plus if this is a teacher who's five and a half feet tall and's got a student that's out of control who's six and a half feet tall that's gonna be hard.
0: There might be a temptation that, there. <laughs> you know, there. There might be a temptation there and, yeah, and, I agree. and
1: and I would hate for I'd hate for a student to be able to grab hold of one of those weapons. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, when the you know the, the teacher's got twenty twenty five kids in their classroom. Um, I, I want the teachers focused on doing what the teachers do well, and that's teaching. Um, now how do we keep our kids safe would be the follow-up to that, I would assume. That would be a follow-up, um, yeah. You know, we in Gwinnett County do a really great job of, of taking care of these kids. Um, in the in the elementary and the middle school level, you've got to get buzzed in before you it's can kind come of, in. It's
0: kind school. of a soft lockdown yeah, all the time. It,
1: it really is. It really is. The doors are locked. Obviously, they can get out if they need to. But we just can't let everybody get in. Uh, at, the, at, at the high school level, it's a little tougher because – Frankly, these kids have to go outside, right? Just got, to be able, they got to be able to get to class in time,
0: right? And they've got dual enrollment too, so they're coming and going from the parking lot.
1: Exactly, exactly. But I, I think that you know one of the things that that Walmart has done really well um, with their greeters. You know why they have greeters, don't you? No, tell me why. Well, they have greeters, not just because they're trying to give people a job. They've learned through their
0: that was that was in my immediate future, Chuck. So well, I know you're, it, you're, it's bursting my, for you. you're
1: bursting my bubble. It's coming for you, but but uh, they found that if, if somebody makes eye contact with a with a customer as they walk in the door, that customer is less likely to steal from them. That's why the greeters are there. They're not there to make you feel good. They're there to make sure that you know that somebody's watching. Um,
0: well, most of the time they make me feel good too. So Well,
1: and that, that's important. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, one of the things that, that I know you've been involved with uh, over at, at Five Forks Middle School is Five Forks Fathers. What a great opportunity to have... To have dads in the schools they're not there for security they're not there for anything but to be helpful whether it's walking kids in and out of in and out of school when they get off at the at the at the car rider line or they have you know they have umbrellas out for them when it's raining real hard they're there for the for the uh, school dances as chaperones but they're also just there and having somebody who who recognizes that you're there who can look you in the eye uh you know if you and i are you or i walk in the front door at at five forks somebody's there to say hi to us right and make sure that that we know that they know that we're there
0: yeah and and having a male in the in the front there uh or anywhere on the grounds is just another disincentive for someone to try to come in
1: absolutely absolutely
0: yeah you know uh in years past uh, up until about 2014, I worked with other schools also, uh, and down in the, the south and Shiloh Clusters, and uh, they've got some, uh, I, they call them Dad's Clubs, that have started up down there. Uh, Centerville had a very effective one, I, I don't know if it's still up and running or not because I haven't been down there in a few years, but uh, it was very, very effective, and uh, uh, Shiloh Elementary, Shiloh Middle, uh, Norton Elementary was starting one. Uh, back in 2014 so I think there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of good things to say about that yeah well
1: you know in kind of in in line with that one of the things that I've been finding as I've been as I've been going to other other schools is that some of these schools are doing some really cool things Uh, there's there's one of the schools I I talked to some folks from there a couple weeks ago they actually are sending teachers and counselors into the extended stay motels Yes. Because we have kids yes. in our schools yes. who are technically homeless. Yes. Because that's where, they, that's where they live. So they're going to the lobbies of these, of these hotels, and they're doing tutoring. Yeah. That's a phenomenal thing. And it's great that it's happening on that level. We have to share that. Yeah. We have to share those best practices. So whether it's dad's clubs or going into those, into those, into those hotels um, and, and tutoring those kids, um, we have to share that stuff. You know, those
0: morph into different things also. I know that uh, Five Forks Middle, that has morphed into a, a leadership group. Uh, I think they call it Iron Man Mentoring, uh, where the the uh, the dads are coming in and teaching leadership courses, and, and they're always present at basketball games. They're they're present at da- dances, helping chaperone. Uh, plus, it's kind of cool to see a male in the school.
1: Yeah, it, it, it really is. It really is. And, okay. and you know what? My, my kids always kind of threw that threw that barrier up to me and said, yeah, Dad, we don't really want you at school. But exactly. guess what? But guess what? Not too bad. Yeah, we, we do a great job of volunteering at the elementary level when our kids are little. When they get to middle school, you know, parents say, man, we put six years in with this kid. That's a lot of volunteering. And, and it'd be nice if we could take a little bit of a break. And those kids are saying the same thing. Look, my friends are here. I, I, you're not as cool as you used to be, Dad. Um, I don't want to see here. Guess what? That's the time. Too bad. Yeah. That's the time where they need us the most.
0: And, and, you know, I've noticed the kids, their faces light up when they see their dads after the first time. Right. After the first time. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, Another hot topic here is um, sex education. Uh, should it be taught in the schools? Is it, uh, should it be comprehensive? Uh, should we be teaching abstinence? Uh, uh, I hate, hate to say, let's have a free-for-all. What do you, how do you yeah, feel let's, about let's that? let's
1: not do that. Well, I'll tell you what, the, the current Gwinnett County standard um, for, for sex education is teaching abstinence. Because uh, here's one thing I'll tell you for sure. If abstinence is what you teach, there won't be any pregnancies and there won't be any STDs it just that's true well it can't happen uh biologically it doesn't work kind of a hands-off method exactly exactly well and the the there's there's another group that's that's pushing what they call comprehensive sex education and what they say is well you know it includes talking about abstinence but it also includes talking about ways to protect yourself um quite frankly uh, you're 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 handing a you're handing a 15 year old a loaded gun none of us would do that Right. Um, without some supervision. Uh, but I, I, heard, I heard a lady say this a couple of weeks ago at a, at a board meeting. Uh, she said, you know, my, my, both of my daughters have been to Gwinnett County Schools. My granddaughter's there now. She said she's a third grader. And last week they were talking about drugs. She said what they didn't say during that conversation about drugs was make sure you're using a clean needle. Make sure you're buying from a reputable dealer. What do they say? They say don't do it. You know, everybody made fun of Nancy Reagan back when she said, just say no. Guess what? No works. No no's, works. No is always a good answer. No because means it, no. And you can always say yes after no. It's a lot harder to say no after yes. You've got, you've got kids. You know that. I had boys. Well, nah. no, no always works for them, for whatever. You can always tell them no. Yeah, and but now I have to, granddaughters. Well, exactly. No always means no. No means no. Um, and so it, it's, you know, is, is there some controversy involved with it? Yeah. Uh, and you know what? At this board meeting, there were two groups of people that got up to speak. There were young people, and there were older people, like us. The young people think they invented sex. I think they are the, They think they're the ones that came up with it. Well, guess what? They didn't. Um, and, it goes
0: back a few thousand years, doesn't no, it? Just
1: a few. Just a few. Um, and I, I, you know, they... They aren't thinking straight, quite frankly. And that's why they still have us around.
0: Well, I, I hope that uh, uh, you can bring some leadership to that. When uh, when I was in high school as a freshman, they made us take this course. And uh, as I aged, uh, basically they tried to scare you to death. Sure. It was it was stories and tales, and, and I would say half of it wasn't true. But uh, it was, let, let's see how badly we can scare these kids.
1: Yeah, I think if you're going to... I'll go back to what I talked about with the parents earlier. There's got to be some of this coming from the home. Oh yeah. We can't, we we can't rely on teachers parents have to understand to to teach those, to teach those morals and teach those values. That has to be coming from the home. That's right. Uh, And, and the teachers really need to be talking about the biology of it. Here's how, here's how the process works. Here's how you keep that process from working correctly. Um, And my belief is that, that, Marriage is when that should kick off. Uh, there's going to be people that don't agree with me. That's fine. Um, it's it's your it's your podcast. It's, it's, it's your it's, life. It's your podcast and my beliefs. No, no. Um, if, uh, <laughs> if if we want to have that, if somebody wants to have that conversation, you're, I'm you're, always happy to have a conversation. You're talking
0: to the guy that married his seventh grade girlfriend. <laughs> now that I have a granddaughter, I look at what she does every evening when she comes home, and I look at the the, uh, I don't want to call it stress loads, but the, the, the amount of pressure my wife's a teacher. I look at the pressure on her. Is there too much testing in the schools?
1: You know what? I, I think that testing is easy to do to kids because that's a great way to know how we're doing. Um, but you know, there, there's milestones and there's this and there's that, and there's, there's end of course tests and there's uh, end of chapter tests throughout the year. Um, I think that it's an opportunity for us we have an opportunity to really look at all of that and say how much is how much is the right amount uh i've i've talked i talked to some parents um right after i made the decision to run and they've got a third grader who's straight a's doesn't love school loves going to school that kid is terrified of taking georgia milestones because all what they were told day one of the third grade is if you don't pass this test, you don't get to go to fourth grade. That's uh, y- we can't do that to our kids. Yeah, uh, well, a lot of pressure. We we have to have high, expe- high expectations. Don't get me wrong, because um, I they're not getting participation ribbons just for showing up. But we have to make sure that they understand that we're here to help. And you don't you don't know what they're learning
0: until you find out what they're learning.
1: Well, yeah, we have to test them. We have to we have to find out. We have to make sure that our teachers are teaching the right thing. Uh, we have to make sure that they're, you know, comprehending what the teachers are passing along to them and that they can, that they can reiterate that to us. Um, we just have to be careful about that. And, and you know, I had, I had a young lady ask me at Snellville Days a couple of weeks ago, if I get on the board, will I give her less language arts homework? I said, absolutely not. <laughs> and she said, well, why not? I said, because right now that's your job is to is to go to school do your homework and um and and then and then be able to test on it but you are uh you've been out of school for a number of years yeah more than a couple um and how easy is it for you to learn these days not as easy as it was no because you've got you got a you got a you got a business to run you got, you got kids, you got grandkids, you got a wife.
0: I have other things um, on my mind that takes me away from it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. A- and, and so right now for, for our kids, now is the best time for them to learn. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. When I was uh, coaching, and I coached, uh, my, you know, I coached my kids and I coached other people's kids for many, 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 many years, uh, and some to a pretty high level. And the one thing that I always believed is that before you go to real games, you need to scrimmage you need to scrimmage against other kids you need to scrimmage amongst yourselves because if you don't put them in game situations you don't know how they're going to react in a game and and yeah, that's kind of how i see what you're saying about testing is is that uh, you need to test to find out what needs to improve
1: absolutely and 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 again that's not just for our students that's for our teachers as well yeah good they have they have to know what their Maybe what they, what they didn't communicate properly. You're married. You know that you can say something oh, to your wife. Oh, absolutely. And it makes perfect sense in your head. Yes. But that translation doesn't always go the way you expect it to. It has to. to
0: be two ways. Absolutely. It has to be two ways. That's right. And you don't know until you, until you ask questions and find out. That's right. So, okay. Uh, do you think there should be a, uh, you know, everything has gone towards mathematics and language arts. Do you think there should be uh, even a greater focus on American history, government, civics? Uh,
1: you know what? When I was in high school, there was one class you had to pass to be able to graduate, and that was American government. You had to pass that class. Um, I think that with the internet and with social media, there's so many things that they can get easily twisted. Um, we need to have some very basic very straightforward training on who we are as a country where we came from were we perfect absolutely not did we make mistakes along the way sure we did Um, but there's not a better country in this world to live in that's right Uh, we have some incredible freedoms we have the freedom we have the freedom of speech i you and i can disagree uh but i think here's what here's the part that's missing yes you have freedom of speech I have, to, I have to defend that, whether I agree with you or not. And if I don't understand why that freedom was put in place, I, I, can't, I can't defend you. You know, you may have some really crazy ideas, um, but you have the right to say them. Right. And we have, to, we have to teach our kids that that's okay, that just because I say something that you don't like doesn't mean that I'm against you. Doesn't mean that I don't like you. That's how I feel.
0: I saw a t shirt the other day that uh, said, uh, You have the right to your own opinion. However, you don't have the right to make that my opinion.
1: Absolutely. I, I, I agree 100% with that. Yeah. Um, but We lose wh-
0: focus today with all the social media, don't we? That's my way or the highway. Right.
1: Well, you know what else we're missing? We need to bring back Schoolhouse Rock because that's pretty straightforward. Here's uh, how here. I,
0: I think there's a Schoolhouse Rock in the in the process at, at one of the local areas. I think Craig Elementary or something. I think something
1: that's that's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, let us I'll get back to you on that one. That's, yeah, please uh, that's, do that's that's that. That's
0: in, that's in the formation right now because my granddaughter's talking about it.
1: I I'd, I'd love to hear about that, but that you know that that's simple. It doesn't have to be. It, we don't we don't have to dive into every single Supreme Court uh, ruling that's ever been had. But we need to understand what the Supreme Court's there for, and we're not going to know that unless we unless we teach it. And it can't just be, "Hey, you know what? You've just turned eighteen; you have the you have the right and the privilege to go vote." Um, by the way, let's tell tell you a little bit about American government. This needs to be ongoing. Yeah, why why we do the things we do? Right, right. Um, so I, I think that's I think that's vitally important that we're doing that. Good. Well, Chuck.
0: Uh it's my firm belief that the, the, the county school board is a, a group of mature, uh, very experienced, uh, professional people from different walks of life. Uh, it, it, I think right now there's, there's one person on that board. That uh, came up through the school system and and she's been there for a long long time Louise (laughs) and god bless her She's a wonderful lady sharp as a tack and and just she's really good. Yeah, but um, It's my belief since we're talking about beliefs that the school board is a board of directors and With any board of directors of a public company They don't want People on that board that are clones of the company usually the president of the the company is on that board and then you know there's the CEO but uh, usually there's a president representing them and possibly a finance guy but uh, the rest of the people come from outside they they have outside experiences and let's face it uh, the Gwinnett County Public Schools is a multi-billion dollar business $2 Two billion
1: dollars for next for next year.
0: It's it, and it's a business, and I believe it's the largest employer in Gwinnett County, and people. My opinion, and you, you'll you can agree or disagree, but my opinion is the people on the school board are there to set the policies, set the procedures using real life experience, using real real life professionalism and knowledge, and therefore they need to. Uh, have that professionalism and knowledge before they come to the school board. Uh, and, I, and I believe it should be from outside the school system. Uh, I, I don't, for, for one, I, I just, you know, I love Louise and she's wonderful and I think she might be the exception. I don't believe that uh, having someone that came up through the schools come onto the school board is the proper progression.
1: Uh, you know what, Ron, I'm gonna, I, I agree with you. Uh, one of the great things about me because we are talking about me, uh, is that I have I have had the opportunity to have three kids come up through the Gwinnett County schools, um, and I've you got, were very
0: very active in the schools.
1: I, I have been, I have been. My my oldest is a senior; he's getting ready to graduate uh, next week, uh, the day after the day after this primary, and uh, he's going to University of Georgia in the fall. Go dogs! Uh, and my other my other two are freshmen this year; they'll be sophomores next year.
0: And hopefully uh, they'll go to Georgia.
1: I, absolutely, <laughs> um, <laughs> I have had uh, I've had the opportunity to be able to to see all of this progression. Deal with these teachers. Obviously, I went through public school myself. Well, you
0: were you were president of the PTA for at, uh, at least one school. That's where I, where I met you. I think actually three. Oh, well,
1: yeah, um, <laughs> my mistake. Elementary, middle, <laughs> and high school. Uh, I did all three of them. So I've had the opportunity to watch my kids grow up. Do this, you know, go to teacher conferences, meet their teachers, and all you're those a kinds of things. I am I am. That, that That's is, also that is unusual, definitely unique in, 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 those, in that role. Yeah, uh, but they also I also have had that opportunity with those PTAs to kind of get an inside look. Uh, you know I was at an event uh, right after I, I joined the PTA board, and uh, it was a, uh, everybody there worked for the school. I was, I was one of a handful of people who didn't work for Alvin Wilbanks. Yeah, hey, I've, I've been to those, and 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 Mr. Wilbanks was there, and my principal didn't want me to go talk to him. She's afraid of what I was going to say. Oh yeah, yeah. And and, and I, I realized, well, yeah, that's because that's, that's your boss. I don't work for him. Yes, he actually works for me. Yes, uh, because I you know I'm I'm a I'm a taxpayer. My kids are in your schools. Uh, now you know we we had some deep conversations about chicken or steak uh yeah, he loves to
0: talk about food
1: yeah but well he's sitting at this table all by himself yeah nobody, I, I understand. nobody was going to talk I've, to I've him i've seen that i felt bad for the guy yes um so yeah so we talked about chicken and steak but my involvement um in the schools coupled with uh my business background and having having hired trained uh retained um employees that that makes that 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 makes a big difference on being able to deal with folks that's my belief too Um,
0: that's my belief too uh, i
1: I think it'd be hard for somebody who doesn't do you have to have kids to be on the school board well no would it help i think so
0: well you have to have an understanding of what they're going through yeah i think so too
1: right because even if i graduated five six seven years ago the schools have changed things are different in the schools than they were then um i my kids are going through it right now as a matter of fact so uh, I I do have that I do have that level of, of understanding um, that's different. So I, I've I've never been a teacher. Um, I I can't think of a more noble calling than somebody who wants to teach our kids. Um, these aren't people who they're obviously not in it for the money, and they aren't in it for the three months of vacation they get because two months. Yeah, it's not it's not three anymore. It's two. I, I know lots of them. They work hard every day, even when it's their "quote unquote" day off, whether it's or their evening hours. Uh, absolutely. So whether it's whether it's, weekends,
0: vacation. My wife's a teacher. <laughs>
1: yeah. So whether it's grading papers or or tutoring a child, uh, whatever they, this is this is what they've chosen to do. This is not this their profession; it's their passion.
0: Teachers are amazing.
1: They are, and and part of part of the job of that school board is to make sure we're hiring the right teachers getting the right t-shirts in place and then supporting them like crazy. Chuck, what else would
0: you like to tell the, uh, the this wonderful audience here in the Brookwood cluster? Uh, this is this is going to be on the Brookwood Community Cluster uh, uh, blog and uh there's also, uh, probably get up on SOS Snowville. Uh so we'll get some South and Shiloh people involved in this also. Uh, you just happen to be sitting with me here in, in Brookwood today, but Absolutely. Uh, you're gonna represent all of them. And uh, like me, I, I've done a lot of work in those other schools too. Uh, what else would you like to tell uh, the, the public out there?
1: Uh, the, here's what I'll tell you. I, I, I care about our kids, I care about our clusters, and I care about our county. Uh, if we're doing the right things by our kids, uh, if we're spending spending our resources both human and financial resources on our clusters uh, i promise you that our county will be strong and continue to be strong uh, i can't there's no other district that i would choose to live in uh, these, these are these are great schools these are great families and parents and kids and teachers uh, this is home for me uh, moved here 21 years ago no place else i'd rather be okay. and I, I look forward to serving all of you that's, that's great, Chuck. I wish you
0: the best of luck, uh, everyone. This is Chuck Studebaker. Uh, he's going to be part of the primary election next Tuesday. Next Tuesday, May 22nd. May 22nd. And uh, we get an opportunity, and I know uh, many people don't participate in these things, but if you are listening to this, you are part of an area that uh, is going to be impacted very strongly by the loss of, uh, of Bob McClure dr. Robert McClure and uh, Chuck Studebaker has come in wanted to share his ideas I think he's an outstanding candidate uh, feel free to, to post any questions or uh, comments please keep them nice it will be monitored uh, on the on the uh, the blog itself and Chuck thanks thanks a lot for coming by today we appreciate it
1: Ron I appreciate it and I, I really appreciate being able to broadcast from the dogwood pizza Studios <laughs> and uh, uh, you know I I think I need a pizza.
0: Well, there you go. Let's make one. All
1: right. Thanks, Ron. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye.